Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. now going here on 630 Chad. It is Brendan Escott with you today. Bob off at uh, yet another function here this summer. So I'll be steering the ship for you through uh, what's going to be a pretty interesting one. We got Mark Spector for our friends at The Horses. Horse Racing Alberta, who reminds you the new Century Mile Racetrack and Casino is open in Nisku. Live racing every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll get three full segments with Spectre. We're going to talk, of course, about the news of the day. Yessa Pugliarvi officially signing a one-year deal with Carpat in Finland. Probably the worst-kept secret, at least in the Edmonton hockey circle, for a few weeks now. This shouldn't come as a surprise to you. It is officially uh, taken care of. It does include an opt-out clause to return to the NHL uh, up until December 1st, which is also the deadline for restricted free agents to play in the league this season. So, the waiting game continues to find out if they can find a new home for Jesse. And if you were following Twitter this morning, you'll see that Mark Spector did have... A brief conversation with Ken Holland, general manager of the Oilers, talking about exactly that. So we'll find out where Holland is at. Apparently there's a little bit more to the trade rumors than we had expected. Another guy who we need to talk about is Connor McDavid. I know that uh, we heard from him in the audio vault yesterday, but we're going to get right into that interview he had on uh, Sportsnet Radio, the Fan 590 out in Toronto, and uh, and hear what he had to say about his offseason. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. 
Might have time to uh, open up the phone lines today, and that is for River Cree Resort and Casino. 780-496-0063. Sticks coming to the River Cree this Friday, August 30th. You can get your tickets at rivercreeresort.com. And, of course, I want to know what you think of Yesa Pugliarvi officially signing in Finland. You can text me your thoughts at 630-630. That is the Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. Bob is at Bob underscore Stoffer. Myself at Brendan Escott. Again, uh, Mark Spector coming up for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta at about 12.35. But right now, I want to get into the direct workwear audio vaults because, again, Connor McDavid, the talk of the offseason, it's two very contrasting stories. And frankly, if I may say so myself, I'm getting sick and tired of Toronto media manipulating storylines, cherry-picking quotes. I'll expand on this after we get to the actual quotes, what was actually said by Connor McDavid in an interview with Sportsnet, the fan 590 in Toronto. Our audio vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Now, we get texts in this show every single day. How's Connor doing? Is he skating? What's going on with respect to his knee injury? Well, McDavid, he added this... He had this to say on his recovery process this offseason. It's been a long process. Um, There's been a lot. It's been uh, a lot that's gone into it. Um, There's lots of different stuff. Um, But I'm lucky that I have some pretty good doctors working on it and uh, a really good rehab team working on it. So um, I've been really lucky. So it sounds to me like he's he's doing okay. If he was skating at full steam right now, that's great. The fact that they're still being cautious, in my opinion, is also not a bad thing. Uh, you don't want to rush him back, simply put. Uh, but there is a mental aspect of being injured, according to McDavid. Well, I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's mentally tough. It's, it's challenging, um, you know, personally. I feel like it's the missing games part that, that makes it hard. Um, that's one thing to recover from an injury, but it's not like to watch teams out there and play without you. So um, I was lucky that I didn't have, didn't have to worry about that this summer, although it is still tough. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, like I said, I can't relate to, to what's going on with him, and, and obviously it's an unfortunate situation, but um, you know, mentally it is tough, but you just got to battle through it. At the end of that, he was referencing the early retirement of Indianapolis Colts quarterback Andrew Luck. So he's young, right? And he's been through the injury thing before. This time, he hasn't had to miss any games. Um, realistically, if you want the silver lining, that was probably the best thing that could have happened for him if this was going to happen. Having it happen in the last game of the season, he can take the time away. He's not stressed out about not being on the ice. The Oilers aren't losing a whole heck of a lot by him not being there. It's not the offseason he wanted, but to, to say that he's skating right now, I think... Uh, I think is probably a good sign. Uh, of course, there was a couple big hirings, and we haven't had McDavid's thoughts on that quite yet. Here he is talking about uh, Ken Holland and Dave Tippett joining the Oilers franchise. Two veteran guys, Kenny Holland, obviously, with uh, you know, all his time there in Detroit and, and putting together that dynasty there. And I think it was 21, 22 times without missing the playoffs. I mean, that's, uh, that's a pretty impressive run. So anytime you can get, get a guy like that to run your team is, is probably a good thing. And obviously, Tip with all of his experience and, and um, kind of his, uh, his structure and all that, I think that's going to be uh, you know, a really good, uh, good fit for our group. 
And it's interesting to hear him say that and contrasting it with an article I read in the Globe and Mail the uh, the other day. I believe it was released yesterday. And I just shook my head through the entire thing as they made it seem as though Connor had no real interest in, in Dave Tippett and downplayed things. I mean, you and I both know because we interact with Connor or see Connor interact with the media on a regular basis. That's just who he is. He's not over the top about anything. So... I think he's just fine with seeing this organization implement a little bit more structure and certainly a fresh start. Another part of that fresh start, he is going to be joined by someone he trains with regularly in the offseason. That is James Neal. He had a thought on that. Well, first off, we're going to miss Luch, obviously. Um, you know, he's a guy that came in and did a lot for our group. Definitely learned a lot from him, um, both on and off the ice. Um, you know, he's a true professional and He's got a great family, and, and we'll miss them all. So uh, I think that needs to be said. But obviously, with, um, with New York coming in, you know, he's he's a guy that that's won everywhere he's been. Um, you know, he's scored everywhere he's been, um, with the exception of last year. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to work out with him at uh, Gary Roberts' facility, um, and for a few summers now. And I'm not sure I've ever seen him work harder. So you know, he's doing everything right, and. Um, you know, he's, he's really looking at a bounce back here and we're excited about it. So whether he ends up playing with McDavid or not, I think we can agree that Neil brings a little bit more scoring touch than Lucic did. But if you want to know what kind of person and what kind of leader Connor McDavid is, when he was asked that question, the first thing he said was about his former teammate and what he meant to that room and to him on a personal level. Personally, I like how that sounds. I think he cares a lot about the guys in this room, whether it comes off that way in the media or not. Certainly the addition of James Neal, who has that familiarity with Connor McDavid, not a bad thing. A lot of people in Calgary still frustrated about that trade on behalf of the Flames. So, and another thing that I want to bring attention to is, have you ever heard a bad review of somebody trading with Gary Roberts in the offseason? Not usually. That's typically the, the pinnacle of where you want to see a guy in the offseason with Gary Roberts. Uh, Mike Smith, the goaltending situation. McDavid with a thought on yet another new teammate. Yeah, I mean, we got like 17 feet of goaltender, so, you know, that's, uh, that should be good. But, um, you know, Smitty's obviously a, a veteran guy as well and, um, you know, plays the puck really well. And, and um, you know, he's, like you said, he's a good goaltender. Um, you know, we've seen him a lot in the Pacific Division. He's been in Arizona and Calgary, so... I know lots about him and you know, know him from the gym as well. And um, He's a great guy and he's a great goaltender, so he'll help a lot as well. Some discussion out there through the offseason as to what kind of personality Mike Smith is going to bring and whether that'll gel with the room. But you've heard me say it before. I really believe that this team lacked a, a solid veteran presence in that room last year. Mike Smith is going to change that a little bit, as is James Neal. So from that standpoint, I quite like the additions We'll see how he performs on the ice. I think they're going to push each other, both Koskinen and Smith after last season was stuff to prove, no doubt. But to me, having a veteran presence, both for Koskinen and then the rest of the room, it was a logical add. Whether that'll make this team a playoff contender or not, well, McDavid was asked that too. Well, I think if there was some sort of magic answer, every team would be trying to figure it out. Um, Every trying to do it. There's not one specific answer or, or thing that needs to be said or done. And we just need to come in and um, everyone needs to do their job and, and um, we need to come together and, and be a good hockey team. Um, yeah, that's the bottom line. Um, there's nothing else, nothing else to it. So not the most enthusiastic answer, but it's realistic. I think 
those in the Toronto media, again, were making it out to seem as though yes was the only appropriate answer to that. And I, and I wholeheartedly disagree. I don't mind that he's taking a realistic approach. Why would you try and sell the fans on something that you're not particularly sure about right now? Because the fact is they haven't gotten this new group together and there's been a lot of turnover. So where do we go from here? Well, Obviously, a lot remains to be seen over the next 82 games. Uh, Connor McDavid will be captaining, of course, this team for the next 82 games. What the responsibilities of that entail? Well, he answered that as well. You know, I'm not sure how important uh, to have a specific guy as a captain is. Um, you know, it's got to be team leadership. You, know, you look at a team like St. Louis that won the Cup. Sure, Petrangelo is a great captain and all that, but... You know, you look at the leaders in the room, there's lots of different guys that could wear it. And I think that those are the most successful teams are the guys that have a bunch of leaders and, and lead in different ways. And, um, you know, so I can see where you're heading with this question. I'm not not a fool. So if you're looking at Toronto, I don't think it matters. Um, you know, they have lots of guys that can wear it. Um, you know, if they pick one, great. If not, I'm, uh, I'm sure it won't change much. I tend to agree. Mark Spector and I had that conversation a couple weeks ago. Perhaps we'll revisit it briefly when we bring him in at 12.35. Right now, we're going to press pause on Oilers Now. We'll be back with uh, NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing after this. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chad. 20 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now, the Tuesday edition. We'll feature Mark Spector coming up in about 15 minutes time for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. Right now, though, it is NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Do your clients love the outdoors? Get them the hottest summer gear like branded camping chairs, coolers, and more from Elite Promotional Marketing. Well, we'll recap this. Oilers restricted free agent forward Yessa Pugliarvi officially signing a one-year deal with Carpat in Finland. The deal includes an NHL opt-out clause that expires on December 1st. Again, that is also the deadline for restricted free agents to sign and play in the NHL for this upcoming season. Now, Yessa did play for Carpat for two seasons before being drafted in 2016. Just 37 points in 139 NHL games. Now, TSN's Dave Poulin said yesterday he thinks that Pugliarvi should should be in the mix for a top six winger spot here in Edmonton. Boy, I tend to respectfully disagree based on how the summer has gone. Speaking of finished players, Colorado's restricted free agent Miko Rantanen been skating with the club in Norway as he appears to be making a contingency plan of his own if he and the Avalanche can't reach a deal before the start of the season. Remember that Mitch Marner will be doing the same thing with Zurich in the Swiss League. 28-year-old forward Gabriel Bork signed a one-year, two-way deal with Winnipeg for $700,000. He had eight points in 55 games with Colorado. Colorado last year, Scotty Upshaw, the pride of Fort McMurray, signing a professional tryout offer with the Dallas Stars. He did not play last season anywhere. Thomas Shabbat and the Ottawa Senators reportedly discussing a contract extension as the 22-year-old heads into the final season of his entry-level contract. He rattled off 55 points in 70 games last year, added two goals and seven points representing Canada at the World Hockey Championships. Former enforcer Donald Brashear arrested for cocaine possession back on July 5th after allegedly breaking an apartment window and then was found to have the drug in his possession. This is according to the Montreal Journal. He will appear in court on September 5th. 
Team AJHL, a collection of the best players from around that league, knocked off Davos at the Junior Club World Championship in Russia this morning. 7-0. That advanced them to the semifinals of that tournament. They actually won Group A, so some of the best and brightest uh, up-and-coming stars in that league doing big things over there. Speaking of that league... Got to put a feather in someone else's cap. The Sherwood Park Crusaders held their intra-squad game last night. Uh, team TSN coached by Tyler Uremchuk knocking off Team 630 Ched coached by yours truly 4-1 the final in that game. So hat tips to Tyler who realistically should be given some hat tips to the officiating after an obvious no call allowed. And we were called for a crease violation a la Brett Hall. So there you go. We finally start to have some NHL news conjured up here uh, as the season approaches. My understanding is that a lot of the players are going to start rolling in here, if not this week, certainly next. Start getting the band back together, and then training camp opens uh, not too long after that. So for the dog days of summer, they're winding down. I know some of you like to text and say how boring our radio content is. Well, that'll change soon, I promise you. All right, uh, to to our Heartland Ford text line, 630-630. You got an opinion on Connor's comments. You got an opinion on Toronto Media. Maybe you got an opinion on Pugliarvi and what's going on there. Let me know, 630-630, and you can dial in as well, 780-496-0063. Neil says, Brendan Lemieux, one for one for Yessa Pugliarvi. I really think that if that deal could have been done, it probably would have by now. But that's not to say that it won't. I know a lot of the texters really feel that Brendan Lemieux would be a fit on this team. He certainly would bring some grit. And he showcased what he can do in uh, a couple of games here last year, if I'm not mistaken. I know he had a two-goal night uh, playing for Winnipeg. So, uh, yeah, I I like that idea. It remains to be seen whether that's going to be something that they can pursue. Jim says, Mama's boy Jesse is playing at home now. Uh Uh-huh. Another texture in Edmonton. Uh, welcome to Canadian sports. Brendan, Toronto, still bitter about that draft lottery back in 2015. Well, what can you do? I mean, it's a story. It's certainly a way of getting listenership and viewership and that sort of thing. But I, I don't put much stock into him not wanting to be here. They're doing everything they can from a managerial point of view now to keep him happy. Uh, the Fizzler says, Toronto media bias sounds like Stoffer has taught you well. I can assure you, Fizzler, that is an opinion of mine and mine alone. I think it's silly. And and the article that I've been referencing so far throughout the show, uh, Cathal Kelly, an opinion columnist for the Globe and Mail, he has been known to rag on Edmonton in the past, from what I can understand. And uh, his article most recently, again, cherry-picked a lot of comments, uh, first, second, third words kind of thing, and made it seem like Connor is absolutely miserable playing hockey in Edmonton based on how he uh, addresses the media and that sort of thing, which I, again, I don't even respectfully disagree with that. I just think that's a crock. Uh, can I ask Mark Spector about Brian Burke's comments on Sportsnet saying he believes Austin Matthews will be gone after five years? Sure, we could probably work that in. It's funny how nothing was said about Connor's knee issues when the Oilers were doing the ticket drive. Now they're saying he might not be ready for the opener. That's John D. Uh, John, they might not have known at that point what was going on and the way that they've handled things this entire offseason with respect to that situation has been mum anyway. Connor didn't really say much about it either. So it's a, it's a conspiracy theory and nothing else. Couple people texting in to say good riddance to Jesse. Prove yourself before demanding a top six role. 
and one more here in Calgary, actually. Dan in Okotoks, if I should be specific. I was called out on Twitter, and I apologize, Dan, for referencing you as a Calgarian. You're a proud Okotokian. <laughs> uh, a couple things. You asked what we thought about uh, yesterday, so I'm in Carpat. I'm not happy. I don't want Yessi to leave, but I don't want a player with that kind of potential sitting in Europe pouting. <sighs> To me, this is the best way for him to reclaim value. Again, if there was a deal to be made, I really think that Ken Holland would have done it at this point. A deal that wasn't just a giveaway. So now, if he can go over there and play with competition that might be better suited to showcase his skills, and he can open some eyes back up, turn some heads, and make everybody remember why he went so high in the draft... This might be the best avenue to do that for a player who doesn't want to play in the American Hockey League. That's been made clear. He's kind of tied Ken Holland's hands on this one, and Ken Holland has demonstrated to this point that he doesn't mind just letting him do whatever he wants. He's not going to continue down the path of making trades for trades. Dan in Okotoks has also added, uh, glad that I said something. Toronto media, whenever they talk to Connor, spin what he says... Uh, They try to make Connor sound like he's some sort of refugee trapped in Siberia, and it's just a matter of time before he's rescued and joins the Maple Leafs. Hey, if you could figure out a cap scenario where that works, I by all means make that phone call, but I really don't see that happening. Tim says, how about Tanner Fritz in a second for Je- for Jesse? Can honestly tell you, I don't uh, I don't know who Tanner Fritz is. So that that might not be the best course of action. All right, uh, we're going to take a time out for a global news weather traffic update with Cassandra Jodouin. We'll be back and get Mark Spector's thoughts on the uh, Poyarvi move, on Connor's comments, on and uh, much more here on Oilers Now. Brendan Escott with you today. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.